is KFKR, 99.9 FM, Tucson, Arizona. Is this on? We really need to rehearse these things. Uh, is anybody listening? Is anybody there? Is there something stuck between my teeth that I think to comb my hair? How come there's crickets in this place outside where they belong? I can't believe this silence like the dark before the dawn. What I'd give for any sign of life, I'd settle for a yawn. Really makes me wonder, Phil. Is this on? It is on, Dave. It is on, and uh, we are rolling. You're in good voice. One tonight. of the reasons for my hesitation there was that one of the things I knew about you is that you do a lot of karaoke. You <laughs> 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 do a lot of karaoke, and I go, I'm going to just butcher this song with somebody who actually knows how to sing. It's <laughs> <laughs> better now. Okay, and you hear uh, the sounds anyway. of high pitched laughter, and that was Dave. That was me. <laughs> uh, but we also have some guests in the studio tonight. We are so happy to be joined by uh, a good comic friend of ours, Sylvia Remington is here, yeah. and along with her is Jesse Sweeney, who uh, I haven't had the pleasure to meet yet, I don't know about you, Dave. Moments ago. Moments ago, and Jesse is, can we call you Jesse the showrunner? Absolutely, yes the sir. showrunner for a brand new open mic at Bumsteads, which Sylvia is going to be hosting uh, for at least the first week. Do I have that for right? For this week, yeah. For We've been week. running for about two months now. Yeah. Well, tell us all about it, and if we could, let's lean in as close as we can to our mic. Well, it's and, a... Uh, uh, Jesse, tell us uh, how long you've been running and, and where it is. So, uh, Bombstads has actually been an event space for a long time. We've run comedy shows for a long time, but after the pandemic, obviously things got a little bit weird. So, we're hitting the ground running now, like opening as much as we can, and the first thing that I would really wanted to focus on was open mics because if we can book comics that are local talent that's a big deal for me so we started doing our open mic about two months ago and like you know Sylvia is going to be our host next week we rotate host every week to keep it really fresh and really new but it's a great space to see local talent and see people not just practicing but people really killing it it's a really oh, fun fantastic. space where is Bumstash? it's at uh, 1003 North Stone so Stone and Speedway it's uh, close to downtown close enough to where you're not going downtown <laughs> yeah. Yeah. now this is a comedy open mic you comedy open mic music or anything no, nope it is specific for comedy <laughs> <laughs> I have tried to do those like multiple open mics where you've got like a poet and a, yeah. a musician act and it never works uh, I have hmm. learned from years of doing this like focus on one thing <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, make that uh, one thing great <laughs> and that's why we were excited that uh, you're, you're joining us tonight Jesse because you are you're not a comic I am a comic. I've, I've, so I'm new to being a stand-up comedian, but I've worked in live theater since I was seven years old. Mm -hmm. I have been a paid performer since I was a teenager, and I have been a comedic actress my entire life. When I moved back to Tucson, I worked for Gaslight. Mm -hmm. So uh, wow. comedy, <coughs> improv, those things are something that are very comfortable for me. So stand-up just felt very natural for me to step into and I've worked a lot in show production so it really was just a really nice connection of you know 20 years worth of work like okay. to do Good both at, at the at same time. Sylvia tell us how, how you connected with uh, Jesse and uh, what brought you to this show at Bumsteps. Oh absolutely and I, I got really excited because um, well I met Jess through the comedy scene because she, she has a lot of mutual friends in the comedy scene but I do want to interject one really cool thing about this mic, this particular mic, is the week prior to the first mic, she was having a get-together at the mic with other fellow comedians, and they were just having a conversation about different things. And who drops in but Doug Stanhope oh, drops nice. into her mic, and they start, prior to the mic starting, they had an impromptu mic, and that was the first time she decided to do open mic. It gives me <laughs> chills, and I just... I don't know, for some reason, just the way it came together, I think you said uh, Doug Stanhope is one of your favorites. Oh, he is my muse. I was like, and if I'm going to kill it in front of anybody, it's going to oh, be in front great. of Doug how Stanhope. How amazing is now, that? How did that come about? Was that just chance? It oh, it really chance. was. Really? It was 100% cool? happenstance. I mean, to be honest, he does love the hotel that my bar is attached to, and he actually dedicated his last book to the receptionist of our hotel, Angela. So he he loves to stay there. He loves the owners, the owners, Scott and Barbara, the 
the most incredible people you will ever meet. He actually asks to do shows there. He's a great freaking guy. But yeah, he definitely came in to just grab a few drinks and walked into a room of 16 stand-up comics. Yeah. (laughs) And he had the night of his life. And I like the way he just stood in the back like a proud dad (laughs) watching all of us on stage. Like that's a moment I will never forget. It was worth everything we all went through to get there. Did you feel some anxiety that he was watching? Not at all. Not one bit. I was so excited that I was like in front of him like let's go. Yes. I I wasn't I was just getting back from LA so I missed it. I was bummed but they did a live stream and I was watching it going, oh my gosh. And I, I did swear, but I won't swear in this show. But I was so excited. And I'm sure if I were there, I would have been puking. We were definitely giving her all the play-by-plays as everything was happening. I just thought that was the coolest story of yeah. your first time doing an open mic in front of Doug Stanhope, and he happens to walk into this bar. It sounds like a joke, right? It does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it sounds like a movie, and that's my life. Oh, he did. So he actually, he had a a really good time because he set it up to where as we transitioned between comic to comic, we were kind of roasting each other. And then Doug would take over. So Doug was introducing every comic as if he was like the host. Uh It was incredible. Yeah. Well, that is incredible. Couldn't write it better. So, you know, it it, it gives us a chance. We talk about the open mic scene here. We talk about showcases. And we do, as you said, Jesse, uh, expand our view. We talk about improv and we talk about storytelling uh, and uh, all, the, all the different venues. Uh, we had a mime town. on here one night. <laughs> that would have been yeah, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have an yeah, interpreter? No, uh, no mic problem. But you know what I think would be interesting to hear you guys talk a little bit about is the other side of starting an open mic how do you work with the bar i'm thinking we had uh, kenny scheid mm. on the show here right when he was starting up uh, catalina craft mm-hmm. pizza and in fact we got to talk to the owner uh, whose name escapes me at the moment dave tony tony jacobson of course it's tony of course tony jacobson, <laughs> yeah. tony jacobson. Yeah. thank you very much and he was very interesting and, and and talking about how he got to work with kenny and and what comedy does to support his business and how he supports comedy. So Mm -hmm. tell us, Jesse, how you approach them at Bumsteads. Well, to be quite honest, uh, comedy is kind of a backbone of Bumsteads. If you have seen our menu, if you have met our owners, it is nothing but funny. It's just a very, like, fun-loving environment. And like I said, we've had stand-up shows there before. So I took over running their karaoke program about five months ago, and I really wanted to morph this into a lot more than karaoke, and the owners were so on board, and the first thing that I brought up was, can I please do an open mic night? And they were immediately like, if it works, let's do it. And the fact that we have the kind of ownership that is willing to let us, you know, try it and see what happens. Well, it sounds it's, like they also have a sense of humor, which is They do. Rare. They have yeah. the greatest sense of humor. Mm-hmm. So they're a lot of fun. They usually are there for our open mic nights. So, and that's a big deal. When your ownership is actually actively participating in what you are trying to create, you know you have that kind of community support, which in Tucson we need more than ever right now, especially for artistic talent. Yeah. So there's somebody uh, that uh, should get a shout out over at uh, Bobstead? Definitely. Uh, Barb and Scott Stedman, they are amazing. Well, that's like, tremendous. And Dave, of course, you've had uh, tons of experience as a showrunner. I have, uh, with laughing liberally years ago, I'm familiar with those problems. What, what would you say from the owner's perspective, or the manager of the bar's perspective, what is it that comedy brings to the bar that's different, let's say, from music? It's definitely going to be a different type of people. Comics are very connected, so you don't see comics come in usually one at a time. It's the clown car. Ah, Everybody uh, comes at once, so you're getting deposited five, six, you know, really genuine, fun personalities at once. So it's a really interesting environment because you get different personalities that you don't deal with on a regular basis. All in one room. <laughs> it's a very intense room for three hours, yeah. but it's a lot of sounds fun. Sounds like uh, you're very, you know, you're 
your venue owners are very supportive. Now, um, I know it's been an issue in some open mics about uh, content on stage, profanity mm -hmm. and things like that. I, they seem to be That'd pretty be cool question. and have a good sense of humor, but are there any restrictions? Or so anything? we are very, very clear on the fact that we are an LGBT plus safe space. Any sort of hate space or hate speech is not welcome. And honestly, like, you know, racism, things like that, uh, it's not that we want to censor you, it's just that we know as comics, you can do better. Mm -hmm. There is so much comedy out there, there are so many things that you can make fun of and that you can make funny. Like, don't go for the crappy joke. Mm -hmm. Don't go for the joke that's gonna make somebody feel like crap when you can make a really funny joke that we could all connect with and we could all understand. Don't make a choice to alienate somebody for the sake of the, <gasps> right, it's yeah. not worth it. Mm -hmm. And I do, I, that's one yeah. line that I will draw at my <clears throat> mic, like hate speech is not allowed. There are certain things that if you do once, I will warn you, if you do them again, you are 86 from my mic because I'm not going to allow any comic to feel like this is not a safe space because mm -hmm. comedy should be a safe space it's supposed to be cutthroat it's supposed to be intense but you can also respect another individual at the same time yeah, and we will make sure that happens at uh -huh. our mics yeah, great. Sylvia mm -hmm. uh, from the Yay. other side from the other perspective <laughs> and that's very interesting to hear as I say uh, we don't talk to showrunners that often mm. and it's it's great to get that perspective so we know everyone knows Sylvia Remington in town because she <laughs> she goes to many mics <laughs> She's very dedicated. You're always very friendly. I must say, I always think of you when I think of somebody who uses Facebook in a positive way. <laughs> <laughs> it has never been a negative thought out of Sylvia Remington post. Well, there is. So <laughs> tell us. Right, well, we'd well, love to I shroud it well. One day she'll snap. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do we have a scoop, maybe, Dave, tonight? Oh, I got but so many. Sylvia, <laughs> snap from your perspective, one who's, who we've, we've seen you grow tremendously. Oh, thank your you. Your comedy is, it, it has improved so much over time because you put in the work. But tell us your perspective. We just heard Jesse very articulately describe mm -hmm. that dynamic of the open mics and the comics and the, and the businesses that support it. Is that obvious to you? Have you seen that? Are you, do you notice differences between venues? Oh, absolutely. And, um, well, I mean, and I was even thinking for the Bumsteads mic. I mean, obviously in any mic there's growing pains. And, uh, and I, I did witness, you know, like in a, a mic, some people saying really messed up stuff. And I know the person was just saying it out of uh, just a cheap laugh. Yeah. And so I had a conversation with him later because I saw how it affected a lot of people in the community. And I said, um, I said, that, oh wait, is stupid a bad word? <laughs> I was like, I was like, that joke you told is actually so boring. I, <laughs> and, then, and, he, and actually he was like, yeah, he goes, I just did it for a cheap laugh. And I was like, well, you know, you have so much more you could do. And he was like, yeah, that was kind of lame. But I, but, but anyways, you I've noticed. Name names, by the way. No, one no, 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 <laughs> no, but, um, but the main thing is I have noticed differences in the mics and, and there's some people that make it a very social thing, which that was what it was for me initially. And now yeah. I'm like, you know what? I want to go, I want to work on the craft. I want to, uh, play with nuances. I know when I first started, I was just terrified being on the stage. So just getting up there was enough, but, um, but yeah, I definitely see differences in each mic, and I totally believe in that sense of like creative freedom. And but I do really like what Jess said about doing better, doing content that's relevant to you. Because like um, I briefly, I I started wanting just to do. Um, oh man, I like to swear so much. I want to say so many <laughs> bad words, but I. I I was trying to get practice one-liners and I did these cheap one-liners about <laughs> bodily functions and I felt so mm. dirty doing it, but it was so fun. <laughs> it was like eating junk food. But then I was like, I know I can do better, but it's so fun. And I realized <laughs> some people get stuck in that in some of the mics. I'm, I don't feel like I'm answering your question, but um, I actually love all the mics. Um, each one has a different nuance and... Uh, well, different personality, yeah. don't they? Yeah. And then there's... Uh, <laughs> there are... Uh, are not always audiences other than other comics, but when there are audiences, those tend to be very different too. Absolutely. Uh, it seems very, you know, to me in my head, I always think, oh, is this kind of a dive bar crowd or is this kind of a college crowd? 
and uh, I'll certainly make adjustments uh, to, to my set for that reason. Mm -hmm. Drop yeah. your references to Raymond Burr. No, I learned yeah. my lesson about yeah. that. Well, and what I've noticed from going to so many open mics is that I'm learning how to be fluid in a performance setting. So if somebody isn't laughing, that it doesn't affect me as much. Because I've been at these dive bars where nobody's listening to me. <laughs> and I'm, I'm used to the drunk guy going like, Wah! you know, saying weird shit. Oh, I said a bad word, and um, <laughs> mm -hmm. but but uh, from the from just going to so many diverse situations, then when the performance actually happens, you're like, oh, I got this, and you don't let it rattle you as much. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's a work in prog progress for me. It's still a work in progress. I don't know. Always. Yeah, that's part of the fun of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think what you were saying about uh, writing cheap, nasty one-liners. It's fun. Good. <laughs> I think that's part of when you're writing jokes. It's like a lot of times you go way out there to things that are so tasteless or wrong that you would never say them on stage, but then you, you figure out how do you yeah. turn It's the junk food of comedy. It yeah. totally yeah. is. How do we do this? I love junk food. In moderation. <laughs> 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 how do you trick them into not <laughs> <laughs> It's like keto for comedy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, and, and Dave and I, uh, we try not maybe every week, but often to go over the current open mics around town. And I know, Sylvia, you have oh, been she's, updated. She's prepared there. Look at that. She, she's, she's been updated. She's got a three-by-five card. I don't think <laughs> card. So why don't we, we go through there. the week? Uh, and uh, it is remarkable to me, and I think, Dave, you, you've been in, in town uh, almost about the same amount of time I have, which is about 10 or 12 years. And there's been such a change over time. Mm -hmm. When I first got here, there was just laughs on Thursday night. Mm. It was the only opportunity for an open bike. If you didn't want to drive to Phoenix, forget it. Then all of a sudden, there pops up a couple. We, you know, th then I started doing Laughing Liberally, which wasn't exactly an open bike. It was a book show, but it was you know, uh, a different kind of place to, to try some political comedy. And, and, and we had a great time doing that. But we were one of the few mics in town, and what would happen is we'd get a lot of people who didn't really do political humor. <laughs> but we're looking for an open mic. They'd have one political joke. Yeah. they go back to their... You know, uh, you know what? So what, right? I mean, uh, social <laughs> commentary is political, too. We had a great time with it. But I've seen quite a wave, and right now it seems like just a, just a dearth of, of open mics. So tell us, Sylvia, where... Where one can go to There's work on their crafts. Doesn't dearth mean very few? A plethora. Hey, dearth works too. I'm proud. You don't have to swear. You see, you I know, a plethora. That's so fun to say. I killed I a lot of brain cells. There had been a dearth. There had been a dearth. This was post-dearth. Understood. Right. Understood. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a lot of flowers. You know, Dave, let's go back. I will take the Fifth Amendment. Let a thousand flowers bloom is what you're saying when it comes to open mics. You sound like when my ex-husband pulled the Fifth in my divorce hearing. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> well, tell us, uh, Sylvia, if you're got some time and you want to work on your comedy craft, where are the open mics? Oh, absolutely. Well, first of all, you can go on Facebook and go to a page called Tucson Comedy Fans. Tucson Comedy Fans. <laughs> and uh, typically, all the mics are posted there and updated there because it changes dynamically constantly. And I was looking at it just before I came just in, by chance, just by chance, I happen to have the information. This is the latest. This is hot. This, the, this is, is the, the hot. Minute. This is usually info. sitting on the dashboard of her car. Yes, I just <laughs> drive all the mics and I wait for eight hours. <laughs> um, and so the on Sunday nights, uh, Rebecca and Paul Fox now currently have a mic in at Artabella. That's near yeah, downtown. That's, uh, Yes. So they run the Blazed and Amused show, but the the open mic. I'm I'm not sure if it has the Blazed and Amused label. Blazed. Mostly everyone's just yes. Blazed, yeah. But that is that is another one of the um, very inclusive shows. Like oh, and I have done yeah. that show and had a great time there. I think Sylvia, you and I did that together. One, yes, we did. Uh, that, sounds, that, sounds very, that sounds very inclusive. You two guys yes. Together. Yeah. <laughs> he we gave me a ours. piggyback ride. It was <laughs> so <right>. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Sunday um, they run that, and typically you sign up at 6.30, and then the show starts at 7. It is uh, weed-friendly, so you might get a contact high. I 
I don't always do well with that. I start washing my hands for hours, but that's my own personal uh, okay. therapy. Well, for, I, have, I have actually been high since 1968. <laughs> <laughs> so I did not bother you. Oh, that's good. We had a night at Harambe, so I You've stopped crying. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Monday there are a plethora, a dearth, Ooh, if you will, uh, yeah. callback <laughs> of mics. Uh, first of all, we have Bumsteads with the amazing Jess and with a rotating host. And I'll be there next week. What you want to be there? Next week, then, yeah, I'll be rotating. I'll be turning in circles <laughs> as I host. We do have a stripper pole, so she's not lying. Oh, yes, I'll be, I'll be you definitely yeah. need to be there. There's amazing food and drink. Um, this week it starts, at, or the sign up is at 7:30, and then the show is at eight. And then there are two other mics that are that are next week. One called On the Rocks that's on the east side. Yeah. Sign up 6:30. Well, I guess I don't need to tell the time. And that's pretty new too. That's new. And then Rich Gary is starting a um, mic that's. I guess it's including all not only comedy but a variety of other. Yeah, yeah it's music, music, poetry. Yeah. And we just heard what a good idea. And that, that one is, you <laughs> have to. Yeah. I used to manage Espresso Bar Cafe, so that tells oh, you, you know, something. You know. But you uh, with the Espresso Bar Cafe mic, you do have to sign up ahead of time. There's a link you have to follow, like on the Instagram or on the Facebook page. So mm. you do have to make sure that you dial down your slot online before you are attend there limited, that night. Uh, there are very limited slots. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the do? the bar is basically the size of like somebody's living room. Ah. So it's a very small it's beautiful. It's a really sweet little spot. But be prepared uh, you have to park in one of the Tyndall garages. Okay. So you will be paying for parking or you're going to have to pay for Arf the street parking to do the Monday night mic at Espresso Art Cafe. How many it's many a you beautiful know. location. How many comics yeah. are you off in the course of the hour? Oh we probably I honestly can't tell you that because I'm not the one running the mic but I do know that you know there's a lot of music acts a lot of DJs and like uh, poetry acts that come up so it's not like it's gonna be boom 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 comic after comic okay. so yeah you won't have that big crowd of comics and like it, uh, lying and wait I don't know that yeah, either. I, know. I think Rich yeah. Gary is running that, but I'm not sure. Oh. Rich is a fun host, yeah. though, so He's it's going to be a fun show. Well, I, 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 talked talked about about I was talking about your, your, about your show, which starts at 8, right? Yeah. And is there a cutoff on that? Uh, uh, for my show, there yeah. is not. My show goes as long as it takes, and then as soon as my show is over, I start karaoke. Good to know. I, I'll yeah. go do comedy, and then I'll sing. Yeah, yeah that'll be wonderful. There you go. <laughs> Just know the yeah. one song. Yeah. Okay. A plethora of songs Let's go and then on, on uh, Tuesday. Tuesday we have House of Bards and that is it's been around I think for a few years yeah House of Bards is awesome. yeah Corey Lyle runs it he's wonderful and yes. uh, that the sign up is at 630 uh, showtime 715 and he's just a laid-back amazing guy just he always makes you feel included very yeah. enthusiastic for a pothead yeah yeah, that show sometimes is on an outdoor stage and yeah. sometimes yeah. on When it's on the outdoor stage. stage, it's a blast because we don't have to worry about all the comics that are smokers that go outside for half the show. Yeah, yeah. it's great. They just stay there yeah. the whole time. It's fantastic. It is a lot of fun and it's a very nice stage. Yeah, uh, yeah it know, is fantastic, uh, yeah. The yes. weather can be a challenge. Yeah. But Judy and John are the owners over there and they're fantastic people. They've done a really good job making that place like a true event space. And they love the comics, which is nice. That's great. That's great. And don't they uh, currently include some music? Their music mic now changed to Monday. So their open mic for music is on Mondays. Ah. Yeah. It, so they, they used to. Changing. They used to. Yes. Uh, combine. Right. Right. It is, and that's why we try to update when we can. But this is great, Sylvia, that you've uh, compiled this. So keep going. Let's go through the week. Uh, Wednesday, yes. we have two mics, uh, two amazing mics. You can go to both. Well, um, okay, I'll just say what they are. Uh, <laughs> one is Screening Room. The sign-up is at 6.30 and the show's at 7. And then That's the other like one Chris is... Chris Quinn hosts that one. Yes, Yay. Chris Quinn hosts that one. That's a, usually a pretty big mic. Uh, it's nice. You're on a stage and everything. Um, well, I guess most of these you're on a stage. I just wanted to say that. You're not in a It's park. a big stage. Yeah, it's a big stage. Yeah. And then uh, Lady Haha ha is also yeah. uh, Wednesday as well. And I believe the sign up is six o'clock and the show's at seven, but I think you can sign up at various times. At least that's what oh, it's Oh yeah, it goes up until nine o'clock Yeah, at least. And that one is a really inclusive one. It's for 
do you want to talk about it? Because you've been there more yeah, lately. Yeah, I love Lady yeah. Haha. That's actually, um, I think if you're a starting comic, Lady Haha is probably the best open mic to go to. Mm. It's a very forgiving, very loving crowd. And I hate to say this, but it's true. They will give you the courtesy laughs. So they will, okay. they'll give you the energy to keep going when you might not feel like the Energizer Bunny at the moment. Right. Yeah. But it is, it's very much an inclusive mic. It's uh, very heavily protected for LGBT, things like that. We want it, well not we, but they want it to be a safe space and it, it is a safe space. If somebody if somebody talks out a line there, it gets handled. And it gets handled in a very professional, very kind and loving way and it's just, the people who run it are fantastic, the venue is fantastic. It's, it's a great mic. Yeah, it's at the Rock on Park. I, yes. do, I do like the thing of that they're so supportive. I went initially up to a bunch of those mics, and then what happened is they laughed at everything I said, and I'd go to another mic, and I'd be like, wait, why isn't everybody laughing at everything? I was like, oh, gosh, you know. Um, so That's so why then going it, it to multiple mics yeah, yeah, is yeah, important. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, it's important to go to a did lot. Did you explain yeah. to them that it was funny just a few minutes earlier? Yeah, I did. I was like, you're not laughing. You're supposed to laugh. That wow. really works out well. I've it gets quieter. <laughs> I've tested this Why is there so much silence um, <laughs> no, <laughs> but yeah they're wonderful who uh, it's Mo it's and Priscilla. Priscilla and then Amber frame I think used to uh, do that and one when she, you say Mo you mean Mo Urban. oh yeah Mo Urban yes. no she just goes by one name like <laughs> like uh, well, she's like Prince like J Lo Mo I think you know the bartender on the Simpsons <laughs> 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 no, there's another Mo a comic Mo uh, you know, Kitazumi, I think is her last name. Oh, yeah, in oh, Phoenix. Yeah, she's yeah, great. Yeah, she's well, great. and uh, Curly Larry. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know well, him. Try to keep the no, show no. current. <laughs> I think we know the okay. difference between. Let's Wednesday, go back to the. Can we do Wednesday? Yeah, we did Wednesday. That's Wednesday. Thursday. I'll mm -hmm. keep going. We have laughs. You sign up at 7. Uh, shows at 8. There's also a writing session at 6 o'clock with yeah. John, John John. He was on here. John, John. And uh, Tony Brune. And that's a wonderful way to just try your ideas. It's happening tomorrow or whenever that's you. That's how John John gets all his jokes, you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then. Every other week at Tucson Improv Movement, uh, there is also a mic. It sign-ups at 8, uh, the show's at 8.30, and it's actually this upcoming week, it's going to be, uh, and I think Jen Lampers, or Jen Blanco, um, and Kurt Leaders. Oh, is Kurt going to host? Yeah. Yay! So, so that's great. How do you say Kurt Is it Leaders? I don't know. Yeah. I said Kurt Leaders, I but I might be. Leaders. Let's just all that's say it different yeah. and make it fun. He's fine. just Kurt Kurt, like, Kurt L. <laughs> now, uh, what about uh, a mic I like is a Spark. Is there anything going on at Spark? Uh, you know, or do you? They have not had one for a while. So Spark. I think in August they will. Yeah, Sparks are pop-ups. Yeah. So it's usually like a pop-up thing once every quarter. So I've not seen them do one. Yeah, like at least since spring. He was doing spring. it like, like at least every other week for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's like once a month, yeah. but I haven't seen that lately. I know right now there's the Kava Bar, which is not, they don't serve alcohol. So people yes, feel a I little know. bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a, can be tough because you're not, uh, out of your mind, <laughs> but I kind of like it. I mean, I, I mean, all these venues are great. Um, there's also, what did I have? That's Friday night. And yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, Kava bars uh, Friday night. There's uh, also unscrewed theater, right, uh, once a month, yeah. uh, usually, uh, and that is a open mic, but you have to sign up it's ahead right. of time, but it looks like a show. It's an amazing venue. I don't know if you've done it yet. It's I a, haven't done it yet. I've always been working. Yeah. Elena, um, one of my favorites because it's yeah. a theater and it's yeah. uh, very it's a, intimate. Yeah, it's great. a beautiful theater and it's usually packed out until you get a real good read if you're actually funny or not. <laughs> <laughs> no courtesy laughs here. You get people coming who, who aren't comics there, but everybody's interested in comedy because it's an improv place. So yeah. Everybody's there because yes. they, they like to laugh. I love that. Yeah. They mix the like the stand-up comedy and the improv and there's both and so you get a taste of both, which is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the first time I met you maybe. Um, and, and then... I remember it well. I remember yes. it well, we say. <laughs> uh, and then also is the Spark Project, too, but I don't know when the next one is. Yeah, so. I don't know when Yeah, and it's not a consistent thing, like you could say third Wednesday or something. They do move it around. It's a movable yeah. feast. But if you yes. look on Tucson Comedy Fans, you well, should be able to well, find it. Yeah. Just fantastic. And then Thank Saturday, we have Music that. Box. Music so. Box on Saturday. Music Box is a fun, yeah, it's really fun. Mike. Yeah, but it's like, it's a fun bar. The bartender, Rhea, is... She's amazing. Uh, yeah, she she makes the mic the most fun. The mic is fantastic. Tony is fantastic. But that's one of those situations where the staff makes you want to keep coming back. 
and Rhea definitely does that. She's a lot of fun. She laughs at everybody. She will hear the same jokes every week, and she will genuinely laugh. It's not a courtesy laugh. And like, she's she the reason they're that funny yeah. every time. Yeah. And she's the reason that mic happened. I guess uh, it was Tony Brune, Dom DeTola, and Roy Lee Reynolds initially approached her, yeah. and she just said she embraced it. She's been a spearhead for it. Yeah, so, that's fantastic. Yeah. I didn't and they know that. they also um, do the mic early so you can do a mic before you do a show. So they That's right. Yeah. So if you have book shows on Saturdays, you're good. Yeah, so you sign up at 5:30. It starts loosely at 6, and if you're doing a show, they let you go up first. So Oh, how wonderful. Yeah. How wonderful. So there you go. Well, that is uh, just a lot of work, <laughs> and uh, we, uh, we'll try to keep it current, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and we, we should also point out another good place to find out about comedy happenings and mics. Uh, is in the Tucson Weekly, Linda Ray's Laughing Stock. Oh, she's great, yeah. Uh, She's a great friend of uh, the show here, and uh, we like to point that out. She focuses, it seems, a little bit more on showcases and shows at a little bit bigger venues uh, in town. But it's great to hear you guys talk about the relationship with the, generally a bar, not always a bar, but the businesses involved. Mm -hmm. Uh, What about when you're uh, running a show like that, uh, I guess this is more of a question to you, Jess. What about the relationship with the comics? Do you, you know, uh, I, I mean, uh, I mentioned your Facebook page, and I'll bring you in on this too, Sylvia. Yeah. I remember when you posted, and, and I really understood what you were saying. You were talking to the other comics, which is something you will do. And people were kind of depending on you to sign their name on the open mic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I, my dark side did come out then. This is, but you know what? I think you get a service, right? Yeah. Because I'll tell you, I don't ask people to do that. And I'll go to an open mic, and I'll come early, I'll come on time, and I go to sign the sheet. And the first, like, 12 spots are taken. Yeah. And I'm thinking, what's going on here? Well, I, I look at comedy the same way I look at karaoke. First come, first serve. Yeah, so good. if y'all are not here, I am not going to go out of my way to put you on the list. The only exception with that is the people that I know are actually going to show up. If I know for a fact you are going to be there, I will put you on the list. But I am not putting you in the first 15 comics. If you have a fluid entry time, well, then you're going to get a fluid right. entry time right. on my list. Yeah. So yeah, if somebody tells policy. me, like, hey, I, will you put me on the list, you're going to go 15 and prior. Or 15 to last. You're not going to go within my first 15 comics that are already there. Like, I, And also, like, for my own respect and my own time, I really don't want people messaging me at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That's Can what I was getting. Can you put me number two on the list? No. I have five children ah. and two jobs. Wow. You can go screw yourself. Yeah, is that true or is that a joke? So, no, it's no, very true. It's very true. Yeah, I've awesome got a lot of children. Sort of just a yeah. clown car vagina down there. Dave and I will be appearing at the FCC tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, no. I want to apologize, Phil. I'm sorry I asked you to write my name down on the list. I won't do that again. <laughs> I didn't know you were holding it against My name is Ashley Tappan. You're listening to Is This On? on KMKR. No, he well, won't let you forget it. Well, and for me, what was happening is everybody knew I was going to all the mics. Yes. I, and then I was just wanted, I wanted it all to be inclusive. I want to be everybody's friend. And so people, uh, multiple people, like I'd get like 10 a day. And then I said, you know, I'm not running this mic. Reach out to them. But I would say the only, at this point, the only time I will sign somebody up. And for example, uh, this last Tuesday, I hosted, uh, Corey needed somebody just to step in and I needed practice. So I said, I'll do it. And somebody reached out to me from Phoenix. He was driving down two hours to do a five-minute set. And he, he just saw my post, and he said, you know, I'm going to be there at 7.30. I don't want to go last because I'm going to drive back. And I said, you know what, we'll fit you in. Because, you know, if somebody's driving Special that far. Place, yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so I feel like that. And, and, he, and it, he just brought a lot of energy to it. And then it felt like there was more camaraderie between Phoenix and Tucson. You know, so it, it was cool. Oh, absolutely. So, and, yeah. and, and, and I was, I'm really commending you for, for doing it. I know the problem. You know, we used to happen to us with laughing liberally all the time. So I, I commiserate yeah. with you, and I appreciate 
appreciate your ability to, to, to speak your mind and, yeah, and be clear. I think yes. you are a great example of somebody who is a really active participant in the community culture here. Thank you. Yeah. So it's you know, important. you can just charge these people. I, somebody yeah. was telling me I should charge them $100 per person. I was like, oh, that's another way to make money. Well, they're Sweet. comics, five bucks. So oh, yeah. Probably stop I, I was thinking <laughs> big. <laughs> I was like, law of attraction, but that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Is This On? on KMKR. 99.9 FM, Tucson, Arizona. We're chatting with Sylvia Remington and Jesse Sweeney, both comics in town. Jesse also a showrunner. Sylvia going to be hosting this brand new open mic at Bumsteads next Monday. Yes. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we, we've had a, a ball chatting with you guys. Let's talk you a know, little Phil, bit. We, we've never had two better laughers in here. You're allowed to use my laugh or canned laughter later. Maybe Sylvia could be our open mic update uh, lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like the, the news report yeah. and it'll be the open mic report. Yeah. I'm like, lately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm standing here. <laughs> I'm standing here outside the mic. Right. <laughs> I wanted to uh, jump off of what you were talking about with signing up, and you had mentioned that one mic had an online sign up. Yeah. And I know, Sylvia, uh, you had mentioned that you were just doing some shows in L.A. What a different environment places like L.A. are. I could tell you I was just in Chicago a few months ago, and similarly, where almost all of those shows are online sign up. Yeah. Uh, some of them are pay to play, you know, uh, let's just say about a dollar a minute, right? If you want to yeah. pay $5, you can get five minutes, $10, you can get 10 minutes. And I just was curious to what your thoughts are about that. Would that maybe be an improvement if there was online sign up for all the mics? For me, I don't think so. I, I think, think the so personal either. connection is part of what makes the open mic so special. And like that connection with the host that seeing everybody's different handwriting. And I know it seems like nostalgic, but it's nice. Like seeing, you know, who signed up and when, and especially there's, there's little psychology to where they put themselves in the rotation. Like yes. you'll, you'll always early, have that one guy's like, I can't go first. That one guy's like, I yes. can't go last. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, uh, we can speak plainly, uh, uh, without swearing, but plainly, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't like to go after somebody who's crazy. Oh, we, oh, we have that. a few of those. <laughs> I love that. Um, I won't so say fun. his name, but we have one comic that we light at uh, two and a half minutes to three minutes. Oh, I didn't know And it's know just this. well known across the like open mics that we all light him at this time. Oh my gosh, you, you, have you to know tell me. exactly who okay. I'm talking about. You should tell me who I think later. I think we I all light him at the same time because we know uh, he doesn't have content and he's just gonna <laughs> run the light. So it's it's kind of interesting how, like I said, I think the. No, the online sign-up creates a disconnect in the human connection, and comedy is the most human thing we ever do. And, like, that's the last thing we need to introduce robots into. Like, let it remain easy, personal. It's easier for people to blow it off if they haven't come yeah. in. Exactly. And, and for the and showrunner to blow it off. Yes. That's what happened yeah. to me yeah. uh, when I went to L.A. We signed up at, I guess, it's Fourth Wall, because we're at goes there a lot. Uh -huh. And uh, we signed up. Uh, a bunch of us signed up. We showed up. Nobody, like, the the actual participants showed up, but the showrunner didn't. And they just canceled it, and then they didn't let us know online or anything. And so I was like, ah, oh, it's so much oh, better boy. when you go and, you, like you said, yeah. have the human connection. Yeah. But I do notice there's a lot of, like, the paid mics in L.A. Well, you yeah. know, Dave, because you were there for so years. But but a lot of the paid mics and then a lot of bucket mics. So you, you right. go and... Yeah, lottery. And explain yeah, what and that is. Yeah, like a lottery. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. But not everybody's going to get up. Oh, oh, I actually don't know. I haven't done the comedy store yet, but I, I some of the bucket mics where you actually buy a drink and then they sign your name on a like a receipt. There's different ways and then they'll put it in a just a bucket and then they just choose it haphazardly. So you could be there all night waiting. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, they do Visual. the uh, the brand new club uh, I visited uh, Mike Drop in uh, okay. San Diego. He has a beautiful Saturday night late uh, open mic where it's a bucket. They announce, they, they, they start the show mm -hmm. by announcing the 21 names that they are pulled out of the bucket so you know if you made it or not. And then uh, they don't give you the exact order, but 
they do this, and I want to say this about open mics. I've seen people do this, and I think it's a great thing, where the host, Sylvia, take notes on this. Okay, <laughs> take notes. Where the host says, uh, coming to the stage now is Phil Gordon, Dave Margolis is next. Oh, I, I do okay. like that. Because you yeah. know how many of us have signed up, oh, I know, I'll remember who's in front of me, and then you go sit down, you have a drink or something, you don't remember who's in front of you. That's standard for me as yeah. a host. And then you're, you yeah, know, and then you're the person's out in the parking yeah. lot getting high. Well, and, and I, I'll make an announcement at the end of the, like at the beginning of the night, like if you were in that number one or number two slot, that is not your bathroom break time, that is not your cigarette break time, you be ready. Because yes. you never know how long that comic in front of you is going to take. He can take two and a half minutes, he can take right. five minutes. Or they might so not show if up. You know, yeah. Yeah, if you know you were coming next, be ready. And I, I do a going once, going twice, I will move on because yeah, nice. you want to make that show as fluid as possible. Absolutely. So it's not like you're going to get skipped yeah. for the whole night, but if you are not ready when your name is called, you're going to have to be ready again later. Well, this has been fantastic chatting with you guys. We, we have been wanting to spend this kind of time on the open mic scene here, and, and we couldn't have two more knowledgeable people. Put, put, take out your crystal ball for a second. And you've been a part of the scene for a while. You've really immersed yourself in it, Sylvia. What would you like, what's not happening in Tucson that you would like to see happening in the Tucson comedy scene? I want to see our talents stay. That's why I moved back here. I built my resume in Seattle, but I built my resume in Seattle with the intention of being a hometown hero and like giving my talent to Tucson for the rest of my life. I want to provide a space that Tucson talent doesn't feel the need to leave Tucson. Mm -hmm. So when I do my book shows, my comics get 100%. I don't take booking fees. I don't take production fees. I want our talent to understand this town will pay you if you demand it. <laughs> so I'm trying to set a precedent that like, we can do this as comics keep our Tucson talent here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that for me that I would like to see more is I, I do know like for most, I mean, I'll, it's easier to do things that are comfortable for most people. So if there's a certain mic you go to, super comfortable, and there's certain mics that are very like maybe push the uncomfortability. I'm just making up words at this point. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I would love to see all the comics going to all the mics and I know that uh, some people feel like they can't go to different mics because of some of the things we said earlier but I would love to see it even more inclusive as a whole yes. and I heard that before the pandemic it was a lot more like that and I would just love to see people going to all the mics and and going to those mics that you hate because there's so many I hate but I love them simultaneously because it makes me just be present in bombing and being horrible <laughs> and, and, and but it also it teaches every single time it teaches me and so it would be so fun to see so many more people coming to all the mics to me personally that's what I would like so. yes. and not just the comics audience members we need people in Tucson to come and watch us like our even though they're just you know essentially practicing at open mics we have comics that are absolutely killing it oh, I just thought killing of it and our audience members, like those people that are laughing at us that are not comics, mean the world to us because we know our comics are going to give us those courtesy laughs. Yeah. I, and well, I was going oh. oh, to say go one more thing. I'm so pumped all of a sudden. I just suddenly have lost. I gained my Does voice. Someone like you tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I, no. Well, the thing is, is I was just thinking when you said that is, so what got me into comedy for me personally is, I mean, years ago somebody said you should try it because you're funny. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't speak on a mic. <laughs> but then during the pandemic, uh, when laughs was still open during a little bit of time, I was having a really hard time just functioning. Mm -hmm. And I would go to laughs every Thursday that it was open. And I would watch people tell horrible jokes, but for some reason it made me so happy and it kept me going. Cause I was so depressed. I was wow. thinking of just like, you know what? life is over <laughs> you know like the the world is ending it's why like am i doing watch hoarders to feel like your house is yeah clean. no but, <laughs> but i actually love the comedy and i think there's something very healing about laughter and that's what made me want to go do it because i was like it actually got me from a dark place and i think it is very healing yes. even even the horrible jokes are fun to laugh at <laughs> sometimes i mean not maybe not for everybody but for me <laughs> i know what you mean i'll, yeah. I'll like uh, yeah. watch like really bad sitcoms <laughs> because I, like, I just like the rhythm of the setup yeah, yeah. the punchline the yeah yeah laugh, the online, just, it's like music i grew up with that yeah, yeah. i'm ready to be disappointed let's go <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah well very good well 
we, we couldn't be more inspired uh, by your commitment to the comedy scene here in Tucson, especially the open mic scene. So come on out Monday night. What's the time? 7.30 sign up, 8 o'clock show starts. sign up, 8 o'clock show starts. Please come out and watch that show too if you're not a comic coming out to sign it up. Yeah. Uh, we are delighted. Thank you, Jesse Sweeney. And thank you, Sylvia Remington, for being with us tonight. You are going to get the treat now. Uh, this is an Is This On tradition of the Dave Margolis Escort oh, I was just out of the building. Uh, yeah. oh. Which allows me uh, as a tribute uh, to the Elvis movie to say Dave has left the building. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for being thank with us. Thank you so much. We'll see you at Bumstead. Wonderful. Thank you. We'll see you all over town, Jesse. We're, we're, we're happy to get to know you now, and we, we hope to get to know you better. We hope you both come back. Thank Absolutely. you. It'd be Thank great you to be so back. Much. Thank you, man. Thanks right. so much for having us. You're well, amazing. When we return, right. we will be I'm high fiving with Dave Margolis to share with us what's coming up in oh, August, <laughs> the special days of August. We've also got an addition tonight, uh, a very, very, oh, yeah. very timely ITO Investigates. And tonight we're going to continue looking at uh, critical news that has been uncovered about the January 6th investigations. This is over, of course, over and above the uh, hearings. This is our own uh, investigative news team, and what we understand is they have uncovered the documentary film footage. This is the footage that is... Uh, from the British documentary that was being made about the Trump family right at that time. And uh, there were interviews, footage shot uh, at various locations at the various times on uh, January 6th and January 7th. We, of course, will have only the audio uh, ver portion of that for you to hear tonight. But we've actually got uh, two different locations in the style of the uh, hearings where they're trying to go minute by minute of the activities of January 6th. And we will be learning both about the whereabouts of Jared and Ivanka Kushner, as well as Donald Trump in the Oval Office dining room. So that will be very exciting. We'll be getting to that shortly. We also wanted to mention, as we wait for uh, Dave to join us, uh, that, you know, the Just for Laughs uh, Festival in Montreal is probably the premier comedy festival of the year. Uh, Just for Laughs gathers comedians, fans, and industry folk alike for one of the biggest comedy festivals in the world. A staple of the festival every year is the new Faces, where festival producers identify emerging comedians they feel will be a part of the next wave. This is done over the course of a few categories, which is slowly expanded beyond just stand-up to include uh, characters, improv, and uh, talents from all over the world. Some of the featured new faces this year, I did look through the list to see, is there anybody that we know? Is there anybody from Phoenix or Tucson on there? I did not find anyone. Uh, there's Ali Colbert, uh, Ali Makovsky. And that's, and that's just the Ollies. That's just the Ollies. Uh, and uh, continuing through down to Brandy Denise, Brian Bay, uh, I did want to note, is an indigenous comedian uh, of the Tohono O'odham. I just Thank discovered you. him today, Phil, and watched, wow. watched the clip. I never heard of him. Was it in relation to the Just for Laughs being selected as part uh, of No, I think there was a Facebook post or something, and I went on to... YouTube and looked him up and saw his stuff. Yeah. Well, here you go. Uh, Brian Bay, Dave, am I saying that correct? B -A -H -E. it, might be it might be Bahe or something like that. Bahe. I don't know. It's B-A-H-E. Well, he is yeah. uh, 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 Native American, gay comedian, a writer originally from Phoenix, now based in New York City. Mm -hmm. He taped a stand-up set for Comedy Central stand-up featuring headline uh, comics at Caroline's on Broadway. Is that maybe where you saw him, Dave? I'm not sure, you know. Okay. Well, oh, you uh, know what? It was in a it was a in a um, a list of like uh, comic upcoming comics, and he was in yes. there. And I thought because he was an indigenous gay comic, I go, well, that's you don't see too many of those, and that's why I checked out his. Well, set. I think we're going to have to see if we can get him on. Is this on, Dave? That'd be great. 
Uh, well, Brian uh, also uh, writes in the publication McSweeney's. His animated comedy pilot, Decolonize, was selected for the 2022 Indigenous List, a collaboration between the Blacklist, the Sundance Institute, and the Illume Native. So that's a look at what's happening uh, in comedy around the world, Dave, at the Just for Laughs Festival. Awesome. I know uh, we want to quickly take a look at some of the highlights of uh, special days in August, and then we want to get to ITO Investigates, Dave. Uh, okay, what, uh, we're, is happening we're good for August. time to do those two things. I think we should I be think, right uh, if we If we move quickly. We have to muse on them a little bit, Phil, you know. We do. Okay, this month, Phil, we have uh, this month, you know, the same birthday, Robert De Niro and Sean Penn, two of our finest actors. Oh, same great birthday. friend of the show, uh, Robert uh, De Niro. That's right. Uh, oh, he's not here, though. Okay. No. <laughs> Uh, Billy Bob Thornton's birthday. These are August birthdays, Phil. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Uh, Bo, uh, Bo Burnham. I'm trying to highlight comic the comics. Comic absolutely love. Mm -hmm. One of the great Netflix uh, specials. Steve, several great Steve Carell. Um, his birthday is the same as Madonna. Ah. Madonna. They were going to try to determine her age by carbon dating, Phil. <laughs> when she was dating, carbon wasn't around yet. Uh, Dustin Hoffman. Another great. Uh, what do you got? Steve Martin's birthday is August 14th. So is Halle Berry. Mila Kunis. You a Mila Kunis fan, Phil? Yes, I am. Uh, uh, ever going way back to the 70s. I think show. She's, her train just arrived here. Yes. Uh, Dave Chappelle's birthday. Controversial comic. He would have a hard, he'd have a hard time at, at Bumsteads, I think. Yes, I don't he think would. he would get on there. Uh, Kirsten, uh, Kristen Wiig. One of my favorite uh, comics. Live, of Ty Burrell of Modern Family. Yes. Is, uh, Birthdays this month. Um, Lonnie Anderson, Phil. Remember Lonnie Anderson from and uh, WKRP, of course. And uh, M. Night Shyamalan's birthday. You know the movie director. Yes. He he he's opened a string of massage parlors. Did you know that M. Night Shyamalan? For an I extra ten bucks, you get a twist ending. <laughs> Ow. Uh, Hello. <laughs> uh, and on August twenty fifth, I'll wrap up with this one, Phil. Uh, Sir Sean Connery. Oh. Are you familiar? Watch. Hello. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm up now. What's going on? Well, your birthday's in, in, a, in, a, in about four weeks, sir. Oh, Dave, hand me my three wood, would you? <laughs> I think I'm about 206 yards. <laughs> you're, not a, you're not on another uh, Jello escapade, are you, in the, uh, at the home? At any time. <laughs> Thanks for checking. Well, those are the special birthdays of August, so happy birthday. Well, you fantastic. Dave, we uh, move from uh, frivolity to something very serious, and that is... You call women you don't like fat pigs, dogs, slobs, and disgusting animals. Your Twitter account... Only Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> no, it wasn't. ITO Investigates, Dave, has again, with the help of Alex Holder, uh -huh. the British documentary filmmaker, I've heard of him. Uh, had extensive access to the Trump family ahead of the 2020 election. He has emerged in the House's investigation of the January 6th you attack. You know how he got so embedded in the Trump family is he disguised himself as a ketchup salesman <laughs> and showed up. And they're going through it like crazy <laughs> it's all, in the it's dining all, room. We read the writing on the wall, man. Uh, Mr. Holder testified behind closed doors on the committee investigating the efforts to subvert the results of the election that he lost. Yes. Dave, what we have for oh, no. our audience tonight. Our team is at excerpts, it again? Yes. Wow. God, of course, this is a film, and we're only going to hear the audio. Yeah. But this is footage that was shot. Oh. And they, and they did it, Dave, like the committee has been doing, where they go minute by minute, a, a blow by blow of what was happening. Yeah, yeah. I so we have two different locations, Dave, mm -hmm. uh, at approximately 1.10 p.m. in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. The first, Dave, we're going to hear Jared uh, and Ivanka Kushner. Mm -hmm. This is where they were at the time, and then we'll also hear Donald Trump in the White House dining room, and I believe uh, Rudy Giuliani is with him in the dining room. So uh, oh, I see. if we okay. can, I'm getting a signal from the booth that we are ready. We're going to roll the audio? And we're going to roll the uh -huh. audio. Jared. 
and Ivanka Kushner, 1.10 p.m. At Trump International Golf Club, Virginia, please hold. Ah, Mr. Kushner, how was your tennis lesson, sir? Oh, jolly good, I guess. I'm really getting the hang of the backhand, don't you think, Sergio? Oh, yes, I do, sir. Uh, you almost hit the ball today. That's right. Uh, Mr. Kushner, your father-in-law telephoned at about 1.05 to request your presence, ASAP, in the Oval Office dining room. He said it's an emergency. There's something about an insurrection. Also, your massage and caviar conditioner session awaits, sir. Oh, hi, darling. Hey, hey Ivanka. Ooh, awkward. I gotta run. Lesson with Ginny Thomas. See you in our regular four-hour session tomorrow, Mrs. Kushner. You bet. I guess Daddy wants us at the White House. Well, duty calls. Jeeves? Mrs. Kushner, for you. Oh, what to do? Microablation or triphasic facial? What would Gwyneth do? Meanwhile, at the White House dining room, 1.10 p.m. Whoa, baby! Did you see that, Rudy? A flagpole directly to the cop's forehead. That's real blood! Rudy, pass me the Cheetos. By the way, did you ever see me on WWE, Rudy, when I cracked Vince McMahon in the head with a folding chair? Oh, yes, I did, sir. <laughs> huge ratings on that one, Mr. President. Huge, huge ratings. Rudy, are you stuffing Cheetos in your coat pocket? Sir, I, I got I, you caught me red-handed, so I gotta be honest, I haven't eaten in days. You know, there must be a mix-up, Mr. Trump. Your accountant hasn't paid any of my invoices. I'm staying in the dumpster at the Willard Hotel, near, near the war room. But, uh, they won't deliver room service out there. Uh, you know, I wish they'd come up with a Cheeto. They wouldn't leave your hands so messy. You know, I've got the guys who made the COVID vaccine working on it. Fabulous people. Fabulous, fabulous people. Everybody says they're the best. You know what? Maybe the pillow guy can help. Or at least I can wipe my hands on a pillow. <laughs> Mr. President, look at us. It's getting all, uh, I'd say, a little chippy out there, sir. Will you look at that? It's a gallows. What a sign that says, hang Mike Pence. Let me say this. I'm proud of the Proud Boys. Rudy, it looks to me like we're going to need a new vice president. Mr. President. Ah, Jared, what took you so long? You're all wet. You look like half coming out of the grotto. Sit down, have some Cheetos, relax. We'll watch him hang Mike Pence. Ah, Rudy, prepare the papers for me to implement the Insurrection Act and get ready to call NBC. My first order of business after the Mike Pence funeral will be to start filming season one of my new show. Are you ready? <laughs> Celebrity Apprentice, VP edition. Here's what I got. Jared, you, Rudy, and Meatloaf will compete to see who will be the next America's vice president. And if I don't win, we'll say it was stolen. Right, Dad? That's my boy. Wow, that took us Woo! inside there. That a lot took, of stuff going uh, on. Some unexpected Ooh, turns. I'll say. Wow, so, so much coming out. Yep. Uh, that, now that sounds like uh, must-see TV. That might be a regular segment here. I think so. Doing that one, yeah. Uh, wow, well, Jared Kushner. Yeah. Uh, be, it's going to be quite a Vice thing. President, yeah. Well, he has a very um, varied portfolio. As you yes. Know. Yeah, he handles everything. He, he does. Maybe not his wife, but he handles everything. <laughs> it sounds like Sergio. Like <laughs> well, so we're coming to the end here, Phil. I have to tell you here in two well, minutes. Please. I won't take that long, but um, I was watching the Mets game tonight.
They, oh, they yes. swept the Yankees. It was beautiful. Wow. It was a beautiful series. City series. And it was a walk-off to end the game, you know. And I'm sitting here, and I'm, I'm basking in it. I'm channel to channel watching clips. You're a tremendous Mets fan. I'm, I'm maybe burning some celebratory herbs to yes. celebrate. Yes. I'm stretched out. I'm relaxed. I was thinking about going to bed because I hadn't slept much last night. And then I thought, i got to do a show tonight. <laughs> I completely forgotten until about 20 after 8. And then I go, oh, i got to get downtown. <laughs> well, so that's why I was a little unprepared well, when you ran into me. As I said, I just tore out of there because I... Completely slipped my mind. Uh, one, but I was sweep, swept the Yankees. I was delirious. You know. One would never know. And, and Dave, could you imagine had you missed that lovely visit from they were great. Sylvia Remington they were great. and Jesse Sweeney? I wonder how did how did how did we not know of Jesse Sweeney? She seems so like busy and active and into and entrenched in the culture. But she yeah. did say that she was returning. So yeah. maybe there was a time that she was very involved and came back and. I was thinking the same thing, Dave, yeah. uh, and also I was thinking maybe she's been, a, it sounds like, a, a bit involved in some of the shows that are more geared for women, so maybe yeah. you and I weren't personally And she was doing shows. karaoke a lot, But too, she's, right? she's yeah. exuberant, Spe uh, Speaks her mind, has a good point, and, uh, uh, yeah. We're anxious to see her, and maybe we'll just have to go to Bumsteads on Monday yeah, yeah, to yeah. inaugurate the uh, new open mic there. That's so great, Dave. There's to get a stripper pole there, Phil. On the show, There's I a, heard. I heard. Maybe your old friend, uh, no. <laughs> Miss Necklace? <laughs> yeah. Perhaps, Dave. We should be so lucky. Yeah. Uh, oh, me a, me a lady named Pearl back into your stripper pole. Uh, Dave, it's been a pleasure. Thanks again. Good show. Yeah, it was an interesting show. I really didn't know what to expect tonight. Uh, I, ITO Investigates continues to continues keep us to break uh, news. informed amidst the frivolity. Mm -hmm. It's been great. Thanks mostly to our audience for listening. Uh, don't forget the ITO podcast. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. It has been a pleasure always to be with you, Dave. You're Likewise, tuned right to you. Is This On? Thanks for listening. This is KMKR 99.9 .9 FM, Tucson, Arizona.